tell them to bring me my money. Okay, we are back. It is the It's Just Money podcast, season nine. <laughs> season nine, season hot nine. start. Actually, season two. Season eight, we're <laughs> Season two, episode nine. We are back. We are happy to be here. Um, we're alive, barely. Um, I feel like the fray needed to be inputted in that because it was a bad week. Yeah, it was it was a bad week. Uh, let's just go around table style and talk about how bad we were at betting this weekend because not one of us was even close to being good. Uh, JP, how was your betting weekend? Uh, so <clears throat> when I sorry, excuse me, when I sent you guys what I was for the weekend, it was actually two, four, and one because I had Arkansas plus two. For some reason, I thought it was one and a half, so I got a push there. But overall, including my NFL, three, four, and one down a full unit. Uh, so it didn't turn out as bad as i originally thought i thought it was way worse uh but not good but i i feel like i was on the right side of arkansas i'll, I'll say that till i die yes we were on, on the, the right, right side. side that's just that just happens that happens so that just means something's got to come our way i also take the heat of the michigan one jb because i've been terrible and once you took it and i took it you were kind of fucked so i'm sorry for that uh jake <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, on paper, like, I'm one in five, it's just bad. But to be completely honest, like, I mean, there were multiple on times. On paper, last one in five? <laughs> I at least explain it. Like, what do you mean? So, like, last year, like, I there was weekends I went one in five, and I'm like, holy shit, I was on the wrong side of every pick. Like, I can't make a pick to save my life. But, like, here are my, my numbers. So, I had Arkansas money line. Like, I'm going to live there. I, I At the end of the day – you can't lose that football game, and it is what it is. I had Penn State minus 26. They were on the 20 to push at 26 with their backup quarterback. Just didn't happen again. I was like, whatever. I could live there. And then over 45, uh, LSU scores 38 points, and New Mexico can't get a score. So, like, I was just, like, there with every pick. Um, and it was just – it was what it was. And then at the end of the night, I picked USC – because I was just trying to get something in there covering machines at the time. So I was like just forcing something. So that was a bad pick. But not all in all, like my picks were – they were what it was. Like they had a chance. All of them had a chance. I wasn't on – I didn't feel like I was on the way wrong side of anything. So I'm not going to really overthink it and, and try to change anything up going into this week. To be completely I hate to say it, but I think I told you I felt the under in that LSU game. It really just screamed under to me. <laughs> Doesn't feel good now, does it, Jake? Uh, Reese, how did your weekend go? I'm also like these losers, and I and I lost money. Um, but also obviously like going to keep coming back this week. Yeah, I'm also a loser. We're all losers here, but we're friends. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Shit I've ever heard. The covering, the covering. Shut up, man. <laughs> covering machine, USC Trojans. They had a not cover this weekend, of course, my usual winner. But hit the over in that UNC. Uh, Notre Dame game wasn't even a sweat, uh, but that was a fun game to watch too. Um, and then that Arkansas game, that's just, that's just stupid, man. Like we'll probably talk about it later, but Arkansas literally had everything going right for them. And then all of a sudden one drive, they decided to switch it up and then it's just all, it's all over for them. And I would rather bet on that team than I would rather bet on Texas A&M too. Like they just haven't shown it. And or Arkansas has been a good team this year so far. It's just, I just don't know what the fuck the coaches decided to do. And, KJ decides to die from a four-yard line for some reason. Like, I don't know what the hell you think you're doing there, buddy, but just stupid little things. He's a big guy, but, I mean, he kind of underestimated how long four yards can be when you're diving head up. So, 
Like that's like <laughs> you're like you're watching it wasn't a good everybody. Idea. Everybody who had that moment, who bet on that, even if you're not betting on that game, but if you had Arkansas, all all of us would just look at you and be like, "Did you really just fucking die from the four yard line?" But you're six four, you weigh two hundred forty five pounds. What do you think you're doing? <laughs> you think you're getting that? Yeah. You're jumping over guys that are six 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 seven that are blocking for you. They're two hundred eighty pounds. You think you're getting over that? They're fucking shack is in front of you, buddy, and you are a fucking linebacker. You're not jumping that. They cut to him after that play, and he just goes out like, "My bad, no shit." Yeah, he's your bad. He's just shaking. He sees on the board. He's like, and he's like, "No shit, buddy. What are you doing? You're not fucking Le'Veon Bell jumping at the half yard line. You're on the four. I didn't realize Texas A&M scored on that play. I like I tweeted the highlight out, thinking they went out of bounds. I was like, "Oh, huge fumble recovery!" And then I watched the rest of the clip. They scored. Yeah. What a heads up play by those guys! But fuck, nobody was chasing him down. Yeah, one <laughs> guy goes and tackles him. Uh, uh, hey guys, fumble the ball. Maybe you want to tackle him to the score ninety nine yards the other way. Now nah, we'll let him go. Let it be. Let it be. Live and learn. <laughs> the head first dive from the four yard line gets me every time that clip pops up. He just went for it, man. Full stretch. You never know. Uh, my betting weekend was absolute dog shit. 0 oh, 3. Uh, I need something to turn it around, man. I took a money line parlay, and the smallest money line was minus 250, and it was Kansas, and they won. And then the next smallest was like minus 550. And it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen. Oklahoma blew it. Fucking blew it. I thought they tied it up 14-14. And I was like, all right, we're, you should be good. Even if they win by one or a field goal, it doesn't matter. It's Kansas State. Adrian Martinez. Found another way to fuck me. Adrian Martinez, no matter where he's at, I stick up for him. And he still brings me pain and sadness. That bastard. But he was a beast this weekend. Um Okay, we live we, and we learn. We're going, we're going through tough times. I got a case of the Shapers over here. I got to wiggle them out somehow. I'm a new Shaper. I talk too much shit. Um, okay, let's just got to be overly nice to him, and then yeah. maybe that turns the tide. I like that. I can, I can try that. I don't know how easy he's going to make it, but we're going to – we'll try it. Um, okay, let's talk about some week four games, just recapping. Um, I think the craziest game of the week goes to Missouri, right? Missouri Auburn, did you guys see how that game ended? Or calling that crazy or just ugly as shit? Yeah, because it was crazy, but there'd be two dog shit teams battling for who's worse. (laughs) Who sucks harder? Yeah, that was basically what it came down to. That last play, though, Missouri sucks harder. Dude, that last play, what is that guy doing? What are you doing? Why are you diving? You don't have to score on that play. You get more plays. It's not that hard. They just dropped oh, it. Crazy. I shit my pants when that happened because they had already missed the, the extra point length field goal and then they fucked it. They fucked it. It was a crazy game. Awesome. Um, any games you guys would like to recap? I think there's. Reese, you didn't talk about App State. I think they I mean, talk about App State. They, <laughs> they talk, <laughs> go ahead, Schaefer. Schaefer, you go first, buddy. Go ahead. Well, buddy. I mean, we're just blowing conference games left and right here. I mean, my, <laughs> my future bet was looking perfect last week. I was like, oh, they're going to sneak one out. That the, That's the type of shit that's going to keep my bet alive. And then they do this shit again. Like, they're the most bipolar team in college football. They just can't <laughs> stop doing just dumb shit, crazy shit. I don't know what it is. But they are just insane. I, I was like. I don't know what happened, Reese. You can. I mean, it was more you because you're in the moment. I don't. 
I mean, I I mean, I was, it, was, it was part of a parlay, and it was the first leg that lost. Two more legs ended up losing, so it wasn't that big of a deal in the end. But at the time, it's like, dude, you're up 28 to three. You scored 28 points in the second quarter. How do you not score at all the rest of the way and or stop a JMU team who just like, I don't know, they're good, but it's like, coach, you just put up 60 against fucking UNC. You just you just beat the number, what was a and like the sixth team in the country at the time. How do you not like make any adjustments? You know, like just like just something. Maybe maybe find a way to put the ball in the end zone with fucking anything. Eat the clock. Do something. Get a stop. <laughs> That'd be a good start. I think get a stop is a great start to keeping the comeback from showing up. You know, guys, it's it's a home game here in Boone. We want to keep the crowd into it. Let's just let them come back and then we'll hold them off at the end. No, fuck that. Let's just let them win. Whatever, guys. They're the if most... they would have lost like hangover style, and just you know game day was there like a big two weeks and then just lost like a bad game. That's one thing, but the ability to blow a game like that is well. Imagine, imagine if they would have lost against Troy too. Like that's back to back fucking bad losses for them. Like well, the that's the thing. should not like, be losing. We have what do we know about them? First week we think oh, it's got a pretty bad defense, but their offense is really good. Number second week we're like. Oh shit, they're pretty legitimate. Their defense looks solid. Third week, you're like, wow, it's just what it was. It is what it was. I mean, it was just a crazy ass game. They somehow got through it with a miraculous play. And now this week, you're like, what the hell is going on? And they were they were the App State team we thought they were, and then they just weren't in a span of thirty minutes. <laughs> like, you know, it's a fun belt. It's gonna be a toss up this year. That's all we fucking know, pretty much. It's like there's no dominance. I thought your bet was gonna be fine because I did think they were the best team overall in that conference. But then you have teams. They very well still could be. Better. I think. Yeah, but JMU is looking better and better, and I know they're gonna go down the road and get through a conference slate. It's a little bit tougher. You than know who nobody's talking to. about though? South Alabama. Yeah, I would say in that conference, yes. they're sleeping on South Alabama. They're the not bad that conference. You look at Marshall. Marshall still may cause some noise. Shot, the shot of clears are also just kind of sitting there. Coastal's just kind of there winning games right I'm now. I'm kicking myself. That's a that's a game last week. How the fuck does anybody not take that? I understand. Because it, it. looked ratty. It did. It did. But then you just you watch the game, you see the score, and it's like, of course it was. I mean, it was right there. I I, I don't know. Uh, that would have been the only sign I would have so played, bad. but. That's every week I look back. I'm like, that game is so obvious. Why didn't I take that? And it's like, well, if you would have took a Reese, it probably wasn't going to hit. And I was like, well, you're right. But because I didn't take it, everybody else could win their money. So you're welcome, people that bet on other games. <laughs> you're doing I feel, If we go back really quick, when you rewind this and listen, every bet we've talked about, it starts with, I mean, I mean. <laughs> hey, what was wrong this weekend? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Vegas uh, gave us these mind. lines that we thought were winners, and they shoved them down our throats. And like, nope. What did you guys think of Tennessee, Florida? Obviously, big game, game day. What did you guys think of the Volunteers and their performance? I couldn't believe Florida made it as close as they did at the end. I think, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, when I think it's just one of those games, they kind of just had to get the monkey off the back. I don't know if it was a matter of like how much they won by or not. I still think. Tennessee is a legitimate team in the SEC. I don't know if it proved anything or like changed my mind about anything. I don't know what you think, JP. No, Rocky Top's legit, uh, but they're not. They're a legit SEC East contender. I don't. I don't know if they are truly ready to take the next step quite yet. I could still see that team running into a spot where they run uh, themselves out of a play-in game with Georgia to get to that 
uh, title game in Atlanta. You just need to see it consistently, and they have been doing it to this point, but it's still early, right? I mean, they, they've been tested. It's a long season, though, and so I'm not ready to buy in and completely out. Uh, and that's something we'll touch on later with just how quick people to jump to conclusions on teams. It's like everything needs to be taken with a grain of salt or everything needs to be um, kind of viewed from 10,000 feet rather than immediate reaction. So, yeah, they look good. Florida looked fine. Anthony Richardson finally decided to show up and play a little bit uh, of quarterback. And so that is what ultimately kept Florida in the game. I don't. I think Billy Napier has got a larger cut, uh, larger problem to fix and a bigger job cut out for him than he thought maybe. So we'll, we'll see what happens along the way. Uh, Tennessee's got some big ones coming up. So love it. Okay. Let's go to a newer segment. I'm sure he already dove into it a little bit when describing his bets, um, but we're going to let Reese go off on a little bit of stuff. Um, let's start with the shittiest play or the worst play that you've seen all week. Something that stuck out in your mind from this college football week. It's just terrible. Um, so go ahead, Reese. Well, I mentioned it before, but the thing that just sticks my mind about the Arkansas game is they were up, what, 14 nothing, and then they're they're chugging down the field. It's either 14 or 7. I don't know, but they were up. They were just driving down the field, feeding the ball to Bullet Sanders, doing what they Rocket can do. Sanders. And then, Rocket, Rocket Sanders. Sanders. Sorry, Bullet, Bullet would have been badass, too. Bullet, Bullet works. Yeah, Bullet, Bullet Sanders um, sounds like a fucking thoroughbred. They get, they get in A&M territory on, like, the 30 or something like that. Then they decided to bring in their backup in, like, a slot position. They tried to run, like, two straight reverse flea flicker plays, end up getting nothing out of it, getting, like, to a third and 19. Nothing happens. They end up having to punt the ball away. A&M goes and scores. And then we have – it's a, now it's a one-score ball game. They rush back down the field, get to the end zone – or get to the four-yard line. KJ decides to jump and dive. And just everything after that happened, I knew that game was fucked. Like, I just don't get how they can – the coaches can be doing everything right and ultimately like, let's try to do something different this drive that, you know, when we're in – now we're in plus territory, let's do something different that hasn't that we have done all drive and see if we can get something to work. You were just feeding the ball to him, man, and he was literally getting 10, 12 yards every single play, the last four plays to get you where you're at right now. And you're like, fuck it, let's do some trickery. Let's try to do something different. And then the whole thing switches. They get the momentum back, and then it's just a whole different ball game. Like, and also, like in that game, you have that you have. I think that was stupid. You have the KJ diving, and then of course, like, how like when's the next time you're going to see a a ball get kicked and go off the top <laughs> of the upright and like, was, not going? Like, I how still bouncing in? How in the fuck does that happen? That's that's got to be more rare than the double blink. And like that is, we were on the right side of that pick. I don't care. They should have won that ball. They should have won that ball game. But that's that's the thing that like like when I was watching that game that stuck out to me is why the fuck do sometimes you're driving and you're doing everything right and you're like you know what let's just try to do something different right now and switch it all up. Why are we doing two flea flickers back to back with a backup quarterback? Because college football offensive coordinators are very arrogant. They're very arrogant people. They just I'm think on the 35. Let's do two flea flickers. <laughs> try to throw it to a guy. Just get you're gonna lose nine yards. All right, guys. Great call. I'll add something to dumbest shit of the week. Uh, OU fan yelling down at Kansas State. Lincoln's <laughs> not here to fuck this one up this year. L. Oh, my yeah. God. You clown show in Norman. They are clowns, dude. They're clowns oh, out there. They are, they are a different kind I of think, spoiled, rotten brat. They are. They, 
they're the same ones that yelled for Caleb Williams two games into the year last year. Two weeks later, he's playing not very good. He's all right. They're yelling back for Spencer. No, motherfucker. You already yelled for one guy. You don't hear to go back the other way. You scumbags. Don't be that way. Don't be that fan. Yeah, and, then, and we have to give credit to Schaefer, too. Schaefer, you did say people need to slow the roll on Oklahoma after beating Nebraska. Right. They got thrown up. And I was going to say, I mean, just – but also at the same time, Oklahoma fans, they're calling for Gabriel's head. I mean, is he perfect? Absolutely not. But he was the least bit of the problem, man. I mean, you're scoring 34 points. You can't give up 40 to Kansas State. You just can't do it. Like, Oklahoma fans are just they're, – they're so dumb, and they just want to – blame the dumbest problems and yeah gabriel's not not the bulk of that problem in norman but yeah like i said i've seen it time and time again with this team i'm not jumping to conclusions i however do have my dumbest play of the week um it was a pick i didn't give out but i was like i really just want to play something friday night and i got a parlay boost on DraftKings, and i took boise state holy shit i don't know if you guys caught that game but Boise State's the worst team in the country. If you can't put up more than 10 points on UTEP, yeah, your offensive coordinator does deserve to get fired, and I don't blame Hank Bachmeyer. But also, Hank Bachmeyer, I'm sorry, buddy, you're terrible. So I don't know where you're going to go. But yeah, He's gotten yeah, worse, was, hasn't he? Oh, man, that was brutal, brutal football. I actually just kept watching, and I don't, I don't know I why. I just kept watching. Oh, it was awful. Duco needs him somewhere. UTEP lost by 30 to North Texas and New Mexico. Boise beat New Mexico by 20 two weeks before, and they scored 10 in El Paso. It was inexplicable how bad that game was. I feel like it's worth a mention. Uh, did you guys see Kent State put up 22 on Georgia? Maybe it's not the biggest story of the week. Georgia took care of business. Um, but I feel like there's some underlying and maybe a little bit of national they pressure. Were up, they were that, up in that game. Yeah, like I feel like people kind of lost a tad bit of respect for Georgia. Granted, they took care of business, like I said, but what did you guys take away from that game? Did it change your opinion of this football team at all? Oh, man, this is one of those where it's like, dudes, everybody in the college football media, the landscape, Twitter, calm down. There's still 18 to 22, 23-year-old kids, and every time they mess up in the slightest fashion when you're expected to be at this bar, you can't slip up. or Otherwise, people freak out all over the place. They're – Georgia's not that good. I told you that defense is trash. They got so many holes. They're they're not really what they were last year. Like, well, dude, shut up. Just, just let. It's okay for them to have a slip up. Teams do that all the time. People forget LSU battled a bad Texas team. Granted, it's not uh, an, a Mac school, but dude, it's not like everybody looks amazing at all times. Pump the brakes. I mean, we've got to just not spaz out anytime something happens in the world. Yeah, I just. I mean, you go on the other end too. It's like, I can tell you those 18 to 22 year old kids from Kent state were much more fired up to take the field than Georgia was coming off some of those wins that they had had. Like that meant that game meant a lot more to score 22 points in that game than it did to Georgia just winning the game. Like they, they'd rather talk about uh, this close win rather than the absolute blowout they put on Oregon who just won two games, by the way. Like it's like that game never happened. Now, yeah. Kent State has been through the ringer this year too. Did you see their schedule they played? Yeah, they made like five. They played Washington. Oak. They played Washington week one. Oklahoma. And they played was a fucking Long Island. And then Georgia. They played three top twenty top twenty teams in the first four weeks of the college season. That's crazy. Fifty guys making dollars. Yeah, Yeah. that keeps football chugging wrong out there. That's just man. It's just odd that. 
I get it because that's what gets likes. That's what gets clicks. That's what gets people listening. But it's <laughs> got to be at some point, you know, settled. The best, the best game of the week that we probably haven't even talked, we haven't mentioned yet was the Clemson Wake Forest game. Went, Great uh, football game. Going to overtime. I had Clemson in my line as part of my parlay, but that was, dude, Sam Hartman is a dude. And DJ, that's like the most calm, collected quarterback I think we've, like, game we've seen him play so far. Like, he did not look bad. He was dotting some balls. They they needed that with this week coming up. They needed him to relax and kind of fill some shoes. But Shave's got uh, a little smirk going over there. We'll get into that later. Uh <laughs> There, I mean, it's a Wake defense that's not very good, but Wake has kind of given them problems the last couple of years anyway. I mean, last year, I guess, Clemson blew them out, but they still put up 400 yards of offense on a defense that is still really good. I don't. I think, again, that's a one-off. It's going to happen, um, and so we'll see. We'll see how they bounce. Can you call it a bounce back if they won close in overtime? I, let's see how they – if they continue this, right, if it's a trend or if it's a one-off. I think that's going to be a huge tell for the ACC. Obviously, next week. And I mentioned too when I was texting you guys. I think Will Shipley, their running back, has got to be one of the hardest running dudes. I think when he gets the ball, he's just gone. Like he's gonna run through you, or he is fucking running 100 yards. Like that dude is fast. If we're talking about running backs, uh, the kid up in Minnesota, pretty damn. Yeah, he hit it. We're gonna gonna keep. We're gonna keep talking about him until like he gets his recognition. Two years ago, I I told you that fucker was good. (laughs) Two years ago. Two years ago, I said that. Now he's all-time leading rusher in Minnesota history at touchdowns. And another bet that's like, man, I'm all over them this week. And then I go, eh, but what if? Not what if. You're an idiot. Why do you not take Minnesota when it's an obvious play, right? And they yeah. just pound Sparty. It's like, dude, how old is how old is your quarterback, Tanner Allen? Tanner yeah. Morgan. Tanner Morgan. Yeah, I think he's 26. Sixth year senior, <laughs> I think. Yeah, he's an old guy. We make hey. that apparent on Twitter. Uh, okay, there it is. I'm sure more recaps will come along as we talk into good week five matchups, but let's talk about something else. Let's go to the AP top 25. Let's talk about it. Let's debate it a little bit. Obviously, we all have our opinion on these guys. They don't matter as much as we think, um, but they are idiots. Um, so let's talk into it. Let's look at the top 25, week five. Um, starts top four, looking at Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, pretty standard, pretty flat forward. Um, and then the top 10, Clemson stays at five, USC is six, Kentucky is seven, Tennessee is eight, nine is Oklahoma State, and 10 is NC State. What are your guys' takeaway from this top 10? Is there anybody within the top 10 you feel like is in a, the wrong spot? Yeah, I was going to say, am I am I in the wrong to think that I don't necessarily think this is a bad top 10. I think the only one I would argue, and actually I would switch. Kentucky? Penn State at, no, I think Kentucky's, Kentucky's fine. I would change Penn State at 11 for Oklahoma State at 9. I don't think Oklahoma ah. State's a, number t- a top 10 team. Um, I don't think they've played anybody yet this year, and I've seen it. Um, Washington could be a little higher, uh, but honestly, that's my thing. Is how, I think Penn State deserves to be in the top 10. Um, they could possibly be ahead of uh, Tennessee, but honestly, I'm not going to argue with that. That that's not the only thing I would argue. Do you guys have really have a big problem with the top ten? I just think no, I think Kentucky should have dropped out of it. I think Kentucky is like an 11 team, especially after the performance last week. That game was close the entire time, and they didn't look dominant whatsoever. And I 
I mean, it's the AP top 25, so it's not like I'm worked up about it, but I yeah. feel like you could, you could replace Penn state with, with Kentucky and nobody would argue like I, Penn state were dominant. I just hate that they use this on like ESPN broadcast on all the broadcasts to put these numbers next to it. Like use the coaches poll or something else or change the way the AP works. You need to either get rid of the AP because it's a bunch of beat writers that are right for one team and watch one team all the time. You need to put in guys uh, like a clat, like a her, like guys who literally their life is this, right? Like this is what they do. They watch everybody. They watch every game. That's what needs to happen. You cannot continue to have these beat writers putting up rankings and people buying in, like stock into them. And also, people need to also stop putting so much stock into it. Uh, but what the tens fine. I think uh, it is still early, so it's hard for you to really poke holes in it with like definitive purpose. So. It's fine. Uh, I did, like people talk Washington up a lot like that. You feel like they might need to be higher. Uh, but on the back, I have a problem with the back end of it. Uh, the back end being 20 through 25. Mm. I think Minnesota. Just, I, I'm putting Minnesota over Oklahoma right now. Let's let's give them the rest of it just so they know where we're at. Uh, Penn State's eleven, Utah's twelve, Oregon's thirteen, Ole Miss is fourteen, pause, Washington, who pause. was already mentioned, fifteen. Pause, pause, pause before sixteen. Okay, Ole Miss is Ole Miss just getting rankings because of the names they brought in and and the FPC? games, the wins yep. they've created, rather than the actual team. Still, are they still getting too much of that in the AP right now? I can't think of anything that Ole Miss has done that would put him at 14. That's so. why I think it's a little crazy to continue to move them up for, you know, no, not having any big games yet, not really being impressive in any of them. So, like, that's – it's again, we're putting a lot of stock into something we know we don't give a shit about. But, like, you have to talk about it because it is a big deal right now. Like, these kind of are a starting point for a lot of different things um, when the college football committee – college football playoff – committee goes in it and it's like well what wins do you have against what teams blah 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 where were you ranked where were they ranked uh where was this game what like that kind of stuff you know so it has a little bit of stock in it it's got a little bit of meat to it but yeah you can go ahead with 16 up hit the buzzer if anybody has a disagreement with one of these 16 baylor coming off a win at iowa state which we need to go back i forgot to mention talk about your games you two played um 17 texas a&m 18 oklahoma Oklahoma dropped from what six to eighteen. Um, a little bit. Yes, yeah, a little drop. BYU at nineteen. The Hogs are at twenty. Minnesota twenty. Okay. It is psychotic to drop a team ten spots for losing to another SEC opponent that is ranked that you had that. in the top ten. That is psychotic. When you look at the numbers, they were by far the better team, and you want to drop them ten slots for that? Stupid, psychotic. Like, They're better team than you Utah. Argue, could you argue Baylor? That- could you argue that you would keep Arkansas ahead of Texas A&M even after beating? Is that is that too much? You could argue it, but you could easily argue it. The AP voters won't. That's what I'm they saying. Won't. Like, I, yeah, I mean, I would put like you could put. I, I mean, BYU and Ar- Oklahoma. I'm sorry, Arkansas is ahead of you. I would put what? Arkansas 17, Oklahoma or Texas A&M uh, 18. That honestly, like you look Last at A&M's loss. Wasn't last year the year – this is right up your alley where you were saying keep it in my head. Wasn't last year the year that Michigan lost to Michigan State, but when the first playoff rankings came out, Michigan was ahead of Michigan State? That I don't I'm remember, but it's positive. starting to ring a bell. I mean, if it was it, like 
what are the first playoff rankings? And it came out and Michigan was five and Michigan State was six or something like that. And it was like people blew up because Michigan State had beaten Michigan. And I yeah. I think this is the same story if there's not a bigger difference between the two teams. So like yeah, that makes it's sense. It's just it's funny how how the SEC works. I mean, you talk about Ole Miss being ahead of both of those teams, and uh, the only we'll difference find is, out. is yeah, right. Like uh, Ole Miss is they've just beaten some bad teams. I mean, let's but they're undefeated, so they're going to be ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, Love Arkansas dropping because people are not going to bet on them, and then we're going to take them because they think they're done for it, and we're going to take them off. <laughs> they're going to get the money back. Except except Vegas uses power ratings, and they're smart and won't. They'll try nah, to they don't know yeah, shit, dude. Say, no, right. they that's don't know like, shit. That's how Iowa State, lines. Iowa State was a favorite last week against fucking Baylor, and like all the power ratings were. I we mean, it back yeah. this week. The uh, maybe I said that because wrong. Ron Vegas was there. The way, but. Rounding out the five, Minnesota's in at twenty-one. Wake Forest drops to twenty-two. Florida State is in at twenty-three. Pitt at 24 and now in K State at 25 after their win at Oklahoma. Um, I feel like there's an elephant in the room. Do you think there's a team missing? Jayhawks. If you guys want to argue, Lock Chalk. I, how do you, how, Schaefer, how do you keep them out of this? They have not been they, outside of Tennessee Tech. Those are three main games that Kansas would have lost. West Virginia beating them. Duke beating them, that's enough to get you a, tw- a 20 to 25 at least. You're 4 0, you're a Power 5 team. If there's any other Power 5 team that hadn't been Kansas the last five years, they're in at 25 minimum. Who has 4 to 25? Te- okay, you're, tell- you're telling me right now, telling me right now today that Kansas State isn't better than Kansas. No, I'm not saying that, but I think Kansas might be better than Florida State. Why are we Reiki Wake Forest? Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, if they played a great game. Yeah, I don't know. I think Wake cool. Wake's probably in, right? They beat they beat Vandy by twenty. Okay, they beat Liberty by one. Fair. Are we, are we top, just hanging to on to this idea? Five teams in double overtime. They almost beat. That's yeah. I mean, they got they, the names. Guys, right? guys, guys, guys. Arkansas dropped ten spots for losing to a top twenty team. I Who know that's wrong, that? Jordan. Oh, I know that's wrong. Okay, we're also talking about. I would fully. I feel like Kansas deserves to be in more than Ole Miss, and I don't think that's a hot take. That's like, it's pretty damn hot. How? It's not in the fact that they put so much stock in your preseason rankings, and so there's still a lot of that in yeah. there. If you if you had a clean slate and you just said after week one rankings start, Kansas would be ranked, and Ole Miss would be on closer to the outside simply because a body of work that they have shown yeah, they're maintaining their yeah. ranking like they deserve to be there it's it is what it is that's, how, is that's how this they, works. they haven't beaten anybody they beat i mean they beat lsu like but that that was just a <laughs> shit game they look good though Florida states look good they yeah, beat I mean, lsu louisville and boston college i feel like yeah. florida state has just beaten good name teams that are bad like Boston College, LSU, Duquesne, and Louisville. They also did it without the grass. LSU, way worse than expected. Louisville, way worse than expected. Boston College sucks. They're also doing this without Jordan Travis. So that's pretty – I mean, Jordan Travis is pretty solid. So I don't know. I think it's – Also, BYU, better than Minnesota right now. 
One could argue yeah. right now. One could right. argue. No, I would agree. Yeah, I don't know if there's a lot of teams better than Minnesota. Like, I feel like you could say that about four or five teams below them. I feel like I said that in the preseason episode. I go, like, well, nobody's really talking about Minnesota in the West. Like, it's the same team back that was really good on defense and just had a, a all-star. I guess it's not an all-star. <laughs> like, He's an all-star, Dave. Yeah, a, a Doak Walker cam, or candidate at running back and a struggling offense. Otherwise, they won nine games last year still. Like pump the brakes they're still a really good football team and they have shown it okay let's uh wrap up the top 25 talks um week five is slow to that since we're already minutes in um name games picks maybe you have leans at this point it's very early it's monday when we're recording you'll listen to it on tuesday so it's monday it's very early yeah. we may not have a lot of set plays and we may give you set plays later in the week to be determined um, yeah. But let's talk about week five. There's a lot of good football game. We got a lot of stuff going on this week, so we're doing it earlier. So we still have plays, but it's not going to be as in-depth with as many, I'd say, at this point. Right. I feel it's it's mostly leans at this point. If it's a set play, it's a set play. If you think it's the best line right. you're going to get, then take it. Um, so I let's go into plays already. I got a four? I have four I have plays. One. I've already booked already. I like one. Schaefer is into it. Schaefer, you love the board? I mean, when I'm set on my picks, I'm pretty set. I mean, JP knows it. I've just, I don't really mess around. I usually have all my picks in by Wednesday at the latest. So I wish I, mean, I would have done that I, the last two weeks. <sighs> if I like something, I just stick with it, to be completely yeah. honest with you. I'm hoping right. somebody, one of you guys can convince me to one more. I want to play five plays this weekend. So, Shaver, you if you hear me take me. something, don't take it. All right. <laughs> so fade it. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. No, Wonderful. for real. That's that. That's for real for me. If, if I take I hear, it, don't. If play. I hear if I hear you like something, Shaper, and I also like it, back to fuck out, bro. Yeah, <laughs> don't take it. <laughs> oh man, I'm the same way. But let's go. Uh, let's go into it. Um, JP, lead us off with a game you would like to talk about, or a lean, your choice, dealer's uh, choice. A game I want to talk about that I again I still got to do a lot of looking at is Tulane Houston on Friday night. I think uh, outside of Washington UCLA, this is your headliner. Um, Tulane is currently a two-and-a-half-point dog at the on the road at Houston. Uh, Houston, a little turmoil going on down there. Uh, you know, they lost to Tech earlier in the year, then they lost to Kansas, and then they barely beat Rice last week. And now they bring a Tulane team who has beaten Kansas State. Uh, it looked good for the most part rather than last week when they dropped a game to a Southern Miss team where they were a big favorite. Uh that's a good game. That's a great American conference football game. And so I look at that one and if it's under a field goal, uh, I think about taking the home team with Houston there. I just think it is a better team. It is a team I thought could be a really, really, really good G five school. It, can they get back on the right foot? I think this is a good spot to do it where they bring somebody in who is really solid and they have to play well. So that's one I would definitely want to uh, get some eyeballs on if I'm, you know, even an average college football fan. I had Houston in my parlay last week at minus 900. I thought they were going to blow it. That was while the Oklahoma game was going on. It was either one of the two were going to do it. So I like they it. Tried. They tried. That, to do that's going to be a good football game. That's under the radar. I didn't really think about that either, but that is a good one. Uh, let's go to Schaefer. Yeah, I'm going to uh, brag about this one a little bit because honestly, I never do this, but um, I, I took a play in like, Literally at Sunday, I think it was probably 11 o'clock in the morning. 
Um, just as the board came out, I took USC at 23 and a half. Um, pretty going to pat myself on the back as it's up to 26 and a half. I just think straight up, uh, I know that they didn't cover last week, but the biggest thing that stood out to me is the USC team doesn't win that game last year, two, three years ago, um, like they did in Corvallis on Saturday. They didn't get a perfect game out of Caleb Williams, but he made the plays and they had to, and the defense looks good. Uh, we knew that Oregon State was going to present some matchup problems, so I think they're going to feel pretty good about themselves going into this uh, Saturday night game against a team that couldn't feel worse about themselves, if we're being completely honest, in Arizona State. I mean, I talked about it last week. I bet against them with Utah. That team, it's just that team's in shambles. I, I, I don't know really what happened. We thought that they were going to be somewhat talented with Xavier Valaday and Emory Jones transferring in. We thought that they were going to present some sort of uh, threat on offense, but they have been the exact opposite, putting up 17, 21, and 13 points in their last three games. Uh, and they're going to see their best defense they've seen all year, probably. Uh, and Caleb, Caleb Williams is going to get back on track and just have an absolute field day. Uh, against this defense for Arizona State. So I, I see this getting out of hand really, really quickly, if I'm being honest. Okay. Reese, give us a play or a game slash lean. Got bad news, Jacob. I also <laughs> like that line a lot. Um, <laughs> well, the good news is take, I don't think you're going to get the line that I got. So I saw this morning at 25 and a half, but even that, I think they went by 30. That fucking Arizona State team is bad, <laughs> and they're, they're due to explode this weekend. Um, other lines I looked at though that I thought that I liked, I mean, Big Ten. There's a lot of Big Ten road games this year or roads this week. Road games this week. Jesus Christ, Reese talk. Um, at least two that are jumping out to me. Northwestern plus the twenty-five and a half at Penn State. I know it's in Happy Valley, but that's a lot of points for a Big Ten, uh, Big Ten game. Uh, let alone that, like being there. Um, Northwestern hasn't looked that off when they lost this this past week to Miami of Ohio. But this is a game where they're going to Epi Valley. They're going to dial it up, at least rise the occasion. To not lose by more than four scores, I think that's something they can definitely do. Um, keep it at least somewhat close. And if they're losing, like you wouldn't be shocked if this game's like a, a 42-27 or something like that. Like something where Northwestern go in and put some points. They're going to give up some, but to, for them to lose by more than more than that, I think that's uh, a way too big of a line to start. We'll see where it goes as the week goes on. But that's an early lean for me. Is that twenty five and a half seems like a lot for a, a Big Ten road team? Love it. Um, okay, for mine, I'm just going to give out my play. I'm going to stick on the theme that kind of Jake and I established under the radar. I'm just going to bet against a bad team. I don't care if they lost their coach. Georgia Tech fired their AD and their head coach today. They are a twenty three and a half point underdog at Pitt. I think Pitt covers it. I'm going to take Pitt minus a twenty three and a half. Georgia Tech is terrible. Um, you're talking about a team that got beat forty one to ten against Clemson. Gave up 17 to Western Carolina, lost to Ole Miss 42 to nothing, and got beat by UCF 27 to 10 last week. They fire their coach. It does not make the program any different. They still suck. So I'll take Pitt minus 23 and a half. JP. I haven't even looked at that game yet. Uh, I am going to go with another Friday night game that I think uh, kind of plays into what Schaefer was talking about earlier. Uh, San Diego State grabbing six and a half at Boise State. Yeah, uh, I'm San sorry. I, State, I don't mean to cut you off, JP, but how does that line not change knowing that Bachmeyer transferred? That's, that's, how bad they are. that's how bad they are. I don't know. I jumped on today and I was like, oh my God, that line had to have moved. Nope. 
Uh, still sitting at six and a half. An inch. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it. I'd love it at seven. Uh, San Diego State is not the same San Diego State that you've seen uh, in years prior. Uh, they are run. They are in the fact that they run and they run and they run the football. Uh, they don't pass the ball very well. They never really have. Remember the Rashad Penny years. Uh, they are solid. Difference is, is they're not as good on defense as they usually are. Good news is, is Boise State has been god-awful on offense, which is not like they usually are. Uh, this is going to be a Boise State defense that is very solid, but they're going to have to try and make the Aztecs one-dimensional and make them go over the top. I don't know if they could do it enough to beat it by six and a half when you're over-under. I think, let me recheck that number. Your over-under is 38 and a half, and you have a seven-point dog. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you're flirting with the number a little too big for your britches there. So I, I think six and a half, there is something I'm definitely interested in. Again, I got to continue to do my looking and my understanding of the game. Uh, but I could see the Aztecs winning outright. And right now that's sitting at a plus two Oh five payout on the money line. It's a good call. I, it's a really good call. And that's the thing about, about last week when I watched them is that they, I don't know who the backup quarterback is for the Broncos, but like they never gave him a chance and they couldn't score a point and they still stuck with Bachmeyer the entire time. So that's got to tell you a lot about that backup. Mm-hmm. They must not be seeing anything from that dude. Yeah. And you don't fire an offensive coordinator if they're, you're not agreeing with the scheme, like in the middle of the year. That's the, uh, that's the head coach's scheme. That's what he wants to do. I, so I think it's a bigger problem than what is being shown. Schaefer. Yeah, um, I'm. we'll go into probably my favorite game of the week just because the sicko and myself is coming out of me. I'm going to go if re, the rematch of last year's Big 12 title game. I'm going to take the Bears uh, of Baylor minus two and a half at home against Oklahoma State. Uh, I could have, I could go into it. I think there was a lot of teams that proved a lot to me last week. I know we don't really want to overreact in, in September, but I think Baylor really – Baylor was the team who I expected to be when I picked this team to win the conference before going into the season. Um, I thought Shapin made the plays that he needed to last week, and, and that defensive line's as physical as I kind of thought. Uh, and to just, I just don't think Oklahoma State has even seen a defense remotely close to what Baylor's going to present to them uh, on Saturday. They, Arkansas Pine Bluff, Central Michigan, Arizona State. I don't think you could name three worst teams and everybody wants to get all in on the Spencer Sanders hype and how he's the best quarterback in the big 12 and how his stats are awesome. I mean, Baylor's going to give it to him and they're going to bring it to him. They held that team to 21 points last year. And that was when Shapin was the backup replacing Bohannon in that big 12 title game. I think Baylor controls the game. They run it very, very well. If Shapin just makes a couple of throws and that defense does what it's supposed to at home in Waco. Yeah. I mean, just, it's funny because the public, and that's going to be a lot of my picks for this weekend. The public's on Oklahoma State because of their bullshit stats, inflation of playing bad teams. I don't see it. Baylor's the best team in the conference to me um, that I'm looking at right now from what I've seen out of everybody, and I'm going to stick to it. They got to win this game and take control of the Big 12. Reese. Good news for you there, Schaefer. I'm not going to talk about that game anymore because I liked Oklahoma State, but going head to head to you, head to head against you this year, 0 and 1. So we're going to stay away from that game. Oh, now. boo! <laughs> I didn't stick with it. Boo! 
We'll it could be the turnaround. It could be the turnaround. I'm coming for your ass next, Jordan. I haven't gone against you. Yet. We'll you think, <laughs> 0 and 1, not 0 and 10 yeah, against Reese, him. I mean, Come I on. went 1 and 5 last Shut week. Shut up, man. So I'm on a cold streak right now. I was 1 and 5. There's nothing to be intimidated about me right now. Schaefer, it's okay, buddy. Um, it's other okay, game buddy. that I'm looking at. Let's see. We already talked about that one. We talked about that one. Uh, let's go with you, North Carolina, 8.5. Um, at home against Vod Tech. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know how you partially bet on Vod Tech last week. It's just because, like, you have to. It's Vod Tech at home. Enter Sandman is fucking Fuck. electric. I mean, you have to. But, yeah, like, that game happened last they week. They just <laughs> didn't look. They just didn't look the part. They still haven't all year. And North Carolina still, still finds a way to put up points. Their defense is bad, but, like, that offense is just going to find a way to do things. Drake May is a still, still a fucking study. Started off the game, I think, like 10 for 10 against Notre Dame and they were lighting it up until Notre Dame made some adjustments and Notre Dame I don't know that game, but still. I know North Carolina's defense is bad. I don't know if they're going to give up their points, Reese. I really that's don't. Vod Tech is fucking terrible on offense. Their offense is bad, so they can, like, they could very easily win this game, like, you know, 38 to fucking 17 or something like that. Like, the Vod Tech putting up over 20 points, that doesn't sound like that's going to happen. And then North Carolina's to to be held under 30 points against this defense who has not looked that great all year too. I just, that seems like, I feel like that line is going to move. So I might jump on that one earlier. That's one of the ones that I like more, but uh, that's the one I like for this week is North Carolina, the eight and a half. 45-10 North Carolina. Vodtech can score, dude. They're terrible. Their, their offense is brutal. I can't believe I won a bet on them earlier. I didn't watch a fucking play of that game, but I can't believe that. They're awful on offense. They couldn't move the ball. What a waste of the atmosphere. Everything was going according to plan after the entrance, and then it all fell apart. Um, and then that video is still electric every time. Yeah, <laughs> and then they had to play. That was the worst part. Um, no, I'll move to my game. I just want to talk about, I think I think Georgia pre- could pretty easily cover the 28 at Missouri. I think Missouri's freaking terrible. So Georgia minus 28, I want to talk it out. I, I want to hear you guys' thoughts. I have a, It's a lean. I haven't I, I like at it. it that hard, but that seems uh, like the right side. Yep, uh, that's yeah. Georgia. Georgia, or no, from I'm no bet for me. Yeah, how the fuck uh, are you gonna bet on Missouri? And yeah, uh, yeah, Missouri's bad. I can't cool. see Missouri putting up ten in that game, and there's no way Georgia doesn't score thirty eight, right? So, I like it. I like it. I'm leaning <laughs> in. It's probably bad. It's probably bad. It's probably gonna be. I like it. It's probably gonna be a forty five forty four game. Uh, oh, my safe word. I got to get the negative vibes out of my system, and this ain't helping. So let's go to JP. Yeah, I'm going to go to a game uh, that I know Schaefer will, or that I know Schaefer won't have. Excuse me. Actually, he might. Mm. I haven't. I haven't done this play for you yet. Maybe so I'll have it, Jordan. And maybe you will. Uh, one comment before I make this play. It is really cool for a or for Tech to beat Giggling. Texas. Not A and M, sorry, Tech, to beat Texas, but to be a coach that says the Big Twelve runs through Lubbock. <laughs> Hold your horses, dude. Right? I think the uh, Big Twelve. That's what's so. It's so intriguing about the Big Twelve because there's like, there's four teams in there that have not had much success in the last four yeah. years, and they're fucking feeling themselves right now. Oh, I know <laughs> they and are like, oh. feeling themselves. I I get it. I love the confidence. I love to say that for your players. This is 
social media team. Stop a little bit. Uh, that being said, I like I kind of like the Red Raiders plus seven and a half at Kansas State in a little bit of a hangover spot. Um, yep. Texas Tech is oddly gotten better in a lot of facets. Uh, you knew they could put up points. You knew they could hang around in games in just weird ways. Uh, Kansas State, who are you feeling good right now? Problem is, is I think Texas Tech is built a little more um, able to handle that Adrian Martinez of like getting out of the pocket. I just don't think Oklahoma schemed for him very well. I think they said, if you want to run, run. And that's the wrong choice for the guy who has had troubles through the air. Uh, So seven and a half with Texas Tech doesn't sound crazy to me. Again, uh, heavy lean for me on that one. Um, I just don't like that a lot of the teams I'm looking at are road dogs. I like home dogs. A lot of road dogs I'm looking at right now. They don't bark. I have like five road dogs. (laughs) They're not barking as loud. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so I, yeah, I, the Red Raiders. I again another spot where I think you can just keep her close in Manhattan, man. Yeah, I, I I agree with you, JP. I mean, ever since Donovan Smith took up under center, this has been a good football team. I mean, legitimately, this is a bowl game team. Uh, and and I kind of said it last week about Oklahoma, and I'm going to say it about Kansas State. I, I, they played well. They played really well, and Martinez played fantastic, but. So eventually they're going to figure out, okay, we can't let this dude beat us with our legs. And so what's he going to do then? And this could be a spot where I think Texas Tech might figure it out and dare Martinez to be the thrower that he mm-hmm. I don't think he really is. Um, so seven and a half is a good number. I think Texas Tech plays pretty good defense. They've, they've seen good offenses already this year. Um, and I don't really see this team being scared to go into Manhattan. And, I mean, Kansas State's proven that that's – the Oklahoma game is not their Super Bowl every year, but it's definitely the game they show their best outing um, in years past. So don't be surprised if Texas Tech goes in and steals one. Currently, okay. the public is 56% on Kansas State minus the 7.5. So maybe we get a little uh, – get it bumped to 8. JP, I don't think we talked about the public enough last week with Michigan. I guess we didn't realize how heavy it was going yeah. to be, but they—I think yeah, it was, was like something like ninety percent. Yeah, that would have scared me. Won't lie to you; that would have made me rethink what I was thinking. Yeah, speaking but of, speaking I still of, think they just look bad. Public, uh, we could be uh, public enemy number one this week because America is. And I'm surprised none of you have mentioned it or said you want to play yet, but America is hammering the Jayhawks this weekend. Hammering them. I I, I don't know. Just let the line like do what it wants to do, Shaper. Not know. anymore. Not anymore. What a move? Did it move, did it move down already? I'm pretty sure that a lot of money came in early and moved it to two and a half. I, I have yeah, to look. I hear that going down to ham. They are on the Jayhawks high. They are what, what, the, or what time is that game at? Never mind. It's three and a half, but it's juiced. It will. Juiced. Yeah, it's not. It's not fan to at least. That's as high as you're going to get it. So go get it now if you want to. Nope, I don't. I want I want that to come down. I'm staying away. <laughs> I'm staying away from betting against your guys' teams and or on your teams forever, because if I do, I always fucking lose. <laughs> Kansas defense is what scares me there. Like, yep. They're going to get their points. They have their offensive weapons. Jalen Daniels is an absolute monster. But defensively, they give up touchdowns when they really shouldn't. Like, their defense is pretty shaky. So, I'm not in love with Kansas, but they are red hot right now. Don't the Jayhawks get hot. It's a football school. That's all it is. 
Um, okay, who's up? Is it Schaefer or Reese? It's Reese, I believe, right? Is it me? Yep. Okay. Um, last one that I'm probably going to touch on, uh, West Virginia at Texas. Don't know which side to lean, but I feel like 62 and a half for that game might be a little much. Um, I feel like Texas's defense might show up for that in that spot. West Virginia had just – I mean, they, they had Virginia Tech last weekend. They've looked all right in spots, but against this defense who has played well – I mean, I know they lost last week to uh, Texas Tech, but this is a game where it's at home. Uh, I think they can show up in this spot and at least hold Daniel to less – I feel like Texas – like with B. John Robinson, they like to run the ball a lot, and they still don't have Quinn Ewers. So I think that offense is going to put up a decent amount of points, but I just don't know if uh, West Virginia can keep up with them. So I feel like the six two and a half might be a lot for that game. That's just an early lean. That like a, if I if I feel like it um, later in the week and I want to throw some on it, that's probably where I'll go. Okay, um, I'm going to move into a game that I want to talk about. It's a very very heavy lean. The more that I look into it, because I wouldn't consider Minnesota in a hangover spot. Minnesota is a twelve and a half point favorite at home against Purdue this weekend, and I think Purdue has been awful lately. They honestly might have gotten the worst two point conversion run against them last week to win. But what do you guys take take on that game? Like, do you think it's obviously it's a weird spot? It's a Big Ten matchup, but twelve and a half. That Minnesota team seems dominant for that line. Uh, I lead Purdue actually uh, in a class. I had Purdue at plus spot. eleven and a half on my notes. Uh, I Another see twelve and a half right dog. now. Uh, and people are spending the money on Minnesota. Uh, so I do like the Minnesota team. I really do. Um, but I, it just feels like one of those class, 87% of the public on Minnesota minus 12, by the way. Um, it just feels like one of those classic spots where, you know, it's your turn to have a little bit of a hangover, your turn to play a really close one, uh, get in a battle with somebody. I don't, Aiden O'Connell didn't play last week. And so, I think things are going to be better for Purdue. I've seen uh, that guy play. He can light it there. up. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what this number goes, but I lean Purdue He's here, honestly. I've seen it in person. Um, not in a heavy lean, but I, I lean Purdue for I like, sure. Right I feel now. like Purdue's a better coach team compared to Michigan State, too, and like what, they, like what they're going to do schematically going up against this team. You know what I mean? Where did Michigan State come from? That's in Minnesota. They just, just, got, beat. They just, got, they just got beat. Minnesota just beat them. Oh, yes. Okay. I thought you were talking about the game. I was like, where the hell did oh, that no. come from? Um, however, did you guys, in all honesty, did you guys see FAU's two-point attempt? Mm-mm. What a play design. It was the running back came in motion to a shotgun set, went out on a bubble, they threw it to him, and then he just threw a pick right to the middle of the <laughs> linebacker's chest. It was awful. I mean, it oh, was one of the most common. Yeah, wrong play. That guy doesn't throw the football very often. It was right to him. It was terrible. I, I got to pull it up and send it to you guys. Having somebody sign up their running back to throw a pass from the two with a game on the line rather than their quarterback, you know? Holy shit, it was bad. But not from the two or from the three with the game on the line. It was bad. I got one more line that I saw. I don't think I'm ever going to – I don't know if I'm going to touch it because I just don't – Well, Schaefer has right one I haven't heard him say okay. yet, and I'm waiting for him Go to ahead. talk about it. I believe I, ahead, Jacob. I believe I have two more that I have placed. Jesus. Go ahead, Jake. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go. Hmm, I'm gonna leave that one because I think it's the most interesting one to talk about. I think you guys will enjoy it. Um, so I'm gonna go. I am taking Kentucky on the road 
Uh, JP kind of mentioned it before, the road dogs. I'm going to take Kentucky on the road, six and a half, going into Oxford um, on Saturday. I think with, uh, I've seen a lot of things leaning towards Chris Rodriguez returning uh, for the Wildcats behind, at the running back position. Um, either way, I think they're going to be okay. Uh, Tavion Robinson has been playing solid in his absence anyways, but Will Levis is a kind of a guy who – and this offense is kind of – I don't know. They're just steady. And and we talked about it last week and me and Park said it like we knew that Kentucky's just not going to score a ton of points. That's not what they do, but it's not going to be a detriment to them winning or losing games. I think that uh, Ole Miss has looked good in the games they've played so far. They beat who they had to. They've, they've done their job, um, but they did give up uh, a lot of yards recently. Um, and I believe it was, I could be wrong on this one. I believe it was the Tulsa game. They gave up a lot of yards. So their defense, it's it's vulnerable a little bit. Um, it's more or less just, I haven't seen it from Ole Miss yet. And I think the public is just heavy on Kentucky and almost losing to Northern Illinois last week. It's kind of like the Kent State game for Georgia. I just, that game does not change my mind about this Kentucky team whatsoever. I know that Stoops is going to have the defense locked in more against a really good offense coming in with Lane Kiffin. And I just think that the defense, the Kentucky's offense will get 27, 30 points. And if they can do that, man, uh, they can cover this six and a half. I was leaning uh, money line play, but I'm just going to stick with a safe number. Six and a half seems safe to me because I think this is going to be a three to four point game. Um, and I, I think this Kentucky team is legit. So that's, that's going to be my third play for the weekend. Okay, let's swing around. Let's swing back around to JP. Yeah. Okay. Last one that I have. Um, actually. Oh yeah. Sorry. Uh, Mississippi State. I have officially played minus the two and a half. Uh, mm, so I like that one. This is you didn't give me last week. I'm gonna get your ass <laughs> this week. A uh, and M. Mississippi State's got a defense that doesn't get talked about a ton. Uh, they are still a solid unit. They are uh, built to withstand a already bad Texas A&M offense. I think they can do that. A&M's defense is solid, uh, but Will Rogers, a quarterback for the Bulldogs, and that Mike Leach scheme is going to be a lot to handle when if they get on a roll, man, have fun A&M trying to keep up because it is going to be a long day. Uh, just look at like the bodies of work, right? How – how can you see AM winning this game? Do you really see AM winning this game like 20 to 17? Because I feel like that's what it would have to be. Uh, if this gets up in the 20, like mid to upper 20s, 30s, it's it's Mississippi State's to lose. So I do like the Bulldogs. I actually lock that in at two and a half. I think it's three and a half now uh, officially. So yeah, I'll take the Bulldogs. Lock that in. Okay, lock Reese, in. do you have any more? No, I just have a line that I think is interesting uh, is the Arkansas seven was it seventeen and a half, sixteen and a half going to Tuscaloosa. I don't think I'm gonna t- I'm not gonna uh, touch it. It's it's at do- Donald W. Reynolds like, Stadium, Reese. I don't know. Yeah, it's in it's know. in Fayetteville. Oh, it's in Fayetteville. I thought it was in Tuscaloosa. Um, oh, sir, but I don't know. That's that's our big spot. That's, there's a home dog. You want to talk about home dogs? There's a home dog for you then. Um, <laughs> I know it's against that Alabama team, but. I just think that's an interesting game, especially for SEC play this week that I think we should, we should mention. Um, it's a spot where I feel like a, Arkansas needs to come back to prove their coaching staff can do something when they uh, start, like, handle a little bit of adversity because when Saban comes in, you know, you got to do everything you can to beat that team. 
Um, I think it's a good time for them to like have a little bit of a bounce back game for them. They're not chance of winning this game, obviously very slow, but if you do win this game, that could fucking make your whole season right there. Um, and really stir up things in the West. So I, I just think it's a good spot for Arkansas to, to show up and, you know, in a, in a bounce back spot for them. Love it. Okay. Any more touch points? Chafer, you have one more pick, right? Yes, Go ahead, sir. Chafer. We're going to just dive into it. Uh, and I don't want to know what you guys' thoughts are because I think I'm, again, going against the public this weekend, which I'm really excited about. Uh, I'm going to take uh, Clemson minus the six and a half against. NC State this weekend on college game day, the game of the night. Uh, there's a lot of things that you could talk about last week in their win at Wake um, about how maybe the defense is alarming. And I don't really want to get into the defense. I think we know what Wake Forest was, and they, we knew that the, the matchups they were going to present was going to give Clemson some fits. And what I was really, really encouraged about was that offense going toe for toe with, with Wake Forest and DJ was going toe-to-toe with Sam Hartman, who I thought uh, was the better quarterback. Um, But this team has put up 35-plus in every single game this year, and I know that they haven't really played a great defense yet. Um, But the fact of the matter is, is that didn't change the fact that we knew that they were bad on offense last year. I mean, they were just not scoring points against bad teams, but they're proving it this year. And I think DJ so far has, has shown that he's capable um, and I think you get an NC State team that's kind of living off a little bit of a high of last year. If you go back to that Texas Tech game at home, it, the score shows that it was much farther apart than it really was. Texas Tech was in that game for the most of the time. We know what happened in that East Carolina game. I mean, East Carolina could have very well won that football game. Should have. It's just, it's just This is the NC State team that I thought we were going to get this year, and I'm not impressed with Leary so far this year. So – I'm just going to do it. I think Death Valley, We, I, I'm not a big home field guy. I don't love to talk about that being a factor, but this is one of the best places to play in college football at night. I think this place is going to be rocking. Um, home field definitely impacted that game last year uh, in NC State, favoring NC State, and I think it's going to help the home team again this week. So I feel like Clemson – I feel like Clemson looked content enough on offense to make that pick feel comfortable. Like I wouldn't yeah. bet on NC State, not yeah. on the road. I am one of those guys that takes home field back. And you have a Clemson team that really people are starting to respect again after last year. Kind of everybody, they fell off everybody's radar. But I think Clemson's back. I think um, they are what they going to be. But they need a better defensive performance, obviously. Um, but I think they get it. It's too high of a moment. I don't think it's a hangover spot by any means. And I think DJ impressed me enough last week to like that line. He looks good. Pick. good. He looks yeah. good. And I think that the defense doesn't concern me. Dabo is one of the best co- coaches in college football. And that's his bread and butter, man, is that defense. And that defensive line's still loaded. I think that they're going to figure it out. And for them to go into Wake Forest and steal it against a really good offense, looking ahead at this game, everyone's like, this is this is to win that division. This is it right here. This is a huge game. And for them to get out of last week with a win, I think gives this team even much more confidence than they originally had. JP's over there shaking his head. JP hates this play. We it's a little bit biased for JP, though, because he has a little bit of a yeah. NC State fandom in him. Oh, yeah. I know he does. He's holding on to last year. I just don't think this is the team of last year. It's just not. Not that they have proved to me yet, I guess. Anything to add on that, Jordan? What do you got, Jordan? Shaking your head like a disapproving uh, uh, father after his daughter gets a tattoo. <laughs> why, are, why are we just riding off the NC State defense that is legit? 
Uh, it's legit last year. Uh, Going to find out this weekend. They get Pig Wilson back, who broke his leg last year. He's a stud in the middle. He's all ACC stuff. They are solid on both ends. They have playmakers at quarterback. They are going to be ready for the game just because of last week or a couple of weird spots. Again, we're buying into the weird stuff that happens throughout a college football season. This is still a really good fucking football team, right? And they know they can beat them. They're confident. I'm not saying it's not. It's a whole six and a half. I like six and a half. I think this is a seven point game. I very well could see this team winning by seven points. 31 to 24. Is I how can I see, see DJ really being right DJ again, and we're just sitting there like, "Oh, there's the guy we fucking know." Forty-one ten Clemson. Because like, it, and that's he fine. That, he wasn't that sixty-four great nothing. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't that great week one. He was good last week. Like, let's just make sure he's more than what we're currently seeing. Uh, don't jump to conclusions here. Don't buy in all the way. I just think that is just a. It, it, that's an that's, NC State or pass for me. That's fair. Um, the way I see it is like he kind of proved it last week, and it's more like a nut up or shut up week for him. Like if he bites me in the ass and I lose this bet, I know. Like everyone's going to know. Uh, I think with week four, week five, um, especially with conference play just getting started, I think we're going to start to find out team seasons uh, where this is going to go. Um, you look at a lot of games and a lot of spots for a lot of teams. You're going to find out after this week where the season really is going to go. I don't know if you agree or disagree with that, but we're in the first, it's October on Saturday. So we're starting to get in the meat of the schedule. We're starting Jesus. to really find out who these teams are. Yeah. Anything JP, do you think, do you think NC state is as good as they were last year? Yeah, I, I do. I, I think they're, better almost uh but i don't think you've seen that side of them quite yet uh i don't think they've played their best football you can't say that they have i can't and i can't definitively tell you that they are but i just feel like this is a team uh that they had a good year last year they still didn't play for an acc title right wake still went can you find a way to get over a hump and get into that title game this is going to be – I mean, this is it right here. You know, when this game, it don't matter what you do the rest of the year. Uh, so I think that's why you've seen them in spots maybe not look their best. I think if week one, and everybody knew that was a trap spot going to East Carolina, and I don't think they really felt that threatened until it was like, holy shit, we're, we're about to lose this game, right? Uh, and probably should have in some ways. So I, I do think that this team is good. I think the defense is really solid. I think the offense is solid. I think Leary is not getting the love he wants. They haven't looked their best. Uh, put up or shut up right now uh, for the Wolfpack. So I I want to say they are. I want to believe that they are. I just – because I'm going back to what Schaefer said. I think Clemson, from what I saw last year, is better. I think offensively they're more content. They have more of an identity. DJ stepped into his shoes. Granted, we're early, and I haven't seen enough, and I get what you're saying too, JP, where he could just go back to normal in a big game spot. But you're looking at an NC State team who had everything going, was high last year, who I don't think has performed as what I thought they would be. That also only beat Clemson 27-21 at home in an overtime spot. And you're talking about now you're on the road in a tougher spot. They should have lost that game to East Carolina. They should have. If you go back and think about it, they really should have lost that game. They missed those two field goals. But I just think this is too big of a spot for Clemson, team that's going to have the national eye on it. So I don't know. It it is a tough spot. I'm going to stay away from it. But if I had to pick a side, I'm going with a touchdown 
win for Clemson as well. It could be an overtime spot. Hopefully they kick the extra points. That's what would have fucked it last year. It's interesting because, like, where's the motivation factor at, Um, really? I mean, you think that Clemson has the motivation because of last year's loss, but, like, the motivation could also be with NC State because people are writing them off already, Um, and they're talking Clemson and Clemson again, and nobody's given NC State that respect. So that's interesting. The motivational factor, I think, is definitely – Still could side with NC State. It really could, even though Clemson was the team that lost last year. I like this. I like this make points for the other side of your bet. I like that. I, I do I both like sides. I, I, I like do. it. I really do. I think both <laughs> sides. I don't try to just be biased on one side. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm just going to stick with my side. Love it. Okay. Any last picks or other games that we should mention? We're already an hour 10 in. Um, uh, so you're. I'm trying to think. Did you guys convince me to take one? one spot i don't know if you guys did there was one somebody mentioned i think it was jp with the texas tech play i'm leaning in that direction i think that might be my fifth my fifth pick of the weekend uh quick rundown of games that you need i think you need to watch uh washington ucla that's going to be a big one for washington in the pac-12 if they want to uh be in the top two get into that game uh take the dogs oklahoma tcu that's going to be a good one. We talked Purdue, Minnesota. Uh, we did not talk Illinois, Wisconsin. That's a sneaky one uh, for the West. Wisconsin seven point favorite with Bielema going back into Camp Randall. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, you down, go down, and you look at Wake Forest, Florida State. Wake Forest coming off that loss to Clemson we talked about in overtime, and then Florida State feeling good about themselves, sitting at about a six and a half point favorite at home against the Deeks. <clears throat> And then you scroll down a little bit more later into the day. Uh, and oh, where'd it go? Sorry, I was looking for a very specific one. Uh, if you want to watch a pillow fight, Indiana does go to Lincoln, Nebraska. That line jumped from two and a half to six and a half. I saw that today too. I was like, that's big. Yeah, that is big. But Indiana is bad, uh, as we thought they were. Just kidding. I kind of liked it they last week, but I was like, eh. Yeah, we did talk about Indiana plus the 19 and a half last week. That was a, that's a fact. That's a fact. Uh, We did think about that one a little bit and maybe a little bit too hard. (laughs) Uh, And then the hope I don't get fired this weekend game of the week goes to Uh, LSU at Auburn. Oh yeah. That's, that was a good one. LSU a nine point favorite. If Auburn loses, they will not wait to pull the trigger and cut the, (laughs) cut the guy loose. So, Adios, uh, coach. Do they just does LSU just walk in there and pound them? And I that was a away? line I was leaning as well. I I like LSU. I really do, but I don't love seven and a half on the road. But I mean Auburn, <laughs> they're bad. They are not good. <laughs> they are not good. <laughs> they are not good. <laughs> they are not good. Ball around. Simple as that. They are not good. There it is. Yeah. That everything? Okay. Well, an hour 10 into it, and we still haven't talked about the NFL one ounce. Nobody voted NFL on the poll we dropped today. So if you want us to talk more NFL, then vote. Um, but we will not. Yesterday. Give us a break. I mean, yeah. let me, let me, uh, we're let still me taking away. Let me be fair. Betting the NFL and, and my own team proved it yesterday. How fucking stupid that league is. I mean, I am getting destroyed in the NFL the right Colts now. The did not deserve to win that football game. <laughs> And oh my god, that was brutal watching them. Two field goals. 
and they decide <laughs> to go for a fourth and ten fake field goal. What the fuck are we doing? The, the league is corrupt. I think I'm set on it. Jacksonville Dude. goes into LA, wins oh by 28. Um, Buffalo, let me, I need to get something off my chest. I put in an NFL play yesterday, and I spoke to nobody, and I didn't put it on action, and I didn't do anything. Um, I took the Chargers money line, and I took the um, what was it, a Seahawks money line in a parlay, just to try and make it up. <laughs> <laughs> Over two. <laughs> Over two. Oh, <laughs> They're both favorites. They're both favorites. Uh, like, oh, the Jaguars, they suck. And then I was like, oh, yeah, Seahawks at home, who had an impressive week. When, I mean, twelfth man should get me through this. I can just oh, don't make it's bets that don't make sense that fucking hit the NFL. You're like, there's no way I should ever bet on the on the Indianapolis Colts. I should never bet on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Why would I ever cheer for that team? And they go and they fucking show it. It is the South this thing, dude. It makes it. And the Atlanta Falcons going to Seattle. I know, I know, Seattle isn't that great. But it's the Falcons going to Seattle, dude. Like, they just... <laughs> <laughs> you're saying what I thought. You are saying whatever, what I whatever, thought. Whatever you're thinking you should do in the NFL, don't fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you think is going to be right, I promise you are wrong. Uh, I, I love it. It's, it's a trap, yesterday. but it's like, why would I put money on that? And then it's like, No, 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 JP, we're shitting on the NFL. JP, oh. shut up. <laughs> you got to get in on it. We're shitting on it. <laughs> I have a pretty good NFL record, uh, got to be honest with you. Don't remember, don't remember asking, Jordan. All right. Well, I mean, you guys, I just, you look at these lines, man, and it's just like, where do you side? Where do you side with these picks? Like, you got against the big number. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got, what was the one line I was like, holy shit. Oh, uh, Tampa Bay plus two and a half at home. I mean, I don't know what the receiver situation is going to be like this week. You got, the Cardinals are dogs at Carolina. Carolina's fucking bad. And then I don't I mean Baltimore, Buffalo is plus three and a half at home. I just where do you even I don't understand how people pick these goddamn games. Like you guys saw yesterday how you many don't. teams blew leads, like solid leads in these games. Like my argument with college football is like if this somebody's got a controllable lead. 90% of the time, unless you're Appalachian State, you're not, <laughs> you're not blowing it. And Throw it in the there. NFL, the oh, yeah, NFL, Atlanta Falcons. You could just be like, that 20, like the Colts have been down 17 nothing against Houston like a couple weeks ago, fucking came back and tied the game. I mean, there was numerous games yesterday. You're like, what the fuck? It's, just, it's like know. the NBA. We used to talk about that with the NBA. Yeah. How teams I mean, that led by 20 would lose. They're professional athletes. I get it. Like, they're not 22-year-old kids. So they're not really phased by this lead, but it's just, um, yeah, it's so hard. So hard to bet. All right. There it is. That was fun. Um, a lot of week five leans, and I think you got six or seven plays out of a Monday podcast. Monday recorded, Tuesday listening. Um, we appreciate you being here. It was fun. Any closing remarks from the boys? I think if we want to go a little bit of an NFL direction, we might need to find uh, an expert. If you listen to this, you think you're an NFL expert, uh, hit us up. Maybe have you on, give us some tips one week. So I love that. I, I sure fucking need it. I would love to. We're thinking about bringing on a guest picker here in a couple of weeks. So hopefully we get, it all goes uh, well. We need to get Walju back on. I got some bones to pick with him. Dude, he's got, if Tyler, if Tyler listens to this, he has picked, he has, 
went out and made fun of each one of our teams in every single podcast yeah. this year. We we have some bones to pick. And up. his team uh, is literally might be the worst, worst in college team. football. It's the worst team in college football. They have Arizona this week. If they don't win, they will not win a single game the rest of the year. They will go zero and twelve. So they they also. Uh, how much they know about college football i'm like okay cool and then they forget like the nickname what of the school that? and i'm like what are we doing fellas it's like the easiest thing on earth learn your nickname tyler yeah we just gotta give him shit yep all right hopefully we'll have you on soon it was fun we appreciate everybody being here songs already planned so you'll have to tune in and listen to it no it's not yours Schaefer. it's my week so we appreciate you being here see you next wait, time wait can i guess do i get a guess uh you can guess I don't even know. Today? I, had, I, had, I blanked. I don't know. All right. I'm so happy you paused this on that. Love you all. Bye.